0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in
1: Tallahassee. Turn your Bibles to Exodus chapter 34 and let's read verse 5, 6, and 7. Amen. If you can recall, last week we left off speaking about the mercy of God. Amen. How God extended his mercy to the children of Israel, even after they chose to worship a golden calf. Thank you. Exodus chapter 34 verse 5. Let's read our text before we get into it. And since I just want to talk to you from my heart, I was preparing this sermon and the Lord began talking to me and talking to my heart about a few things concerning these attributes of God. Amen. How many of you believe in the term like father, like son? Amen. Like father, like son. So if this is our Father's attribute, guess whose attribute it should be? Our. Are you with me, saints? God began, sometimes we leave it on the page of the book. On the pages of the Bible. But we need to take it up from the pages of the Bible and apply it to ourselves. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's what God began dealing with me about. He said, Emmanuel, take it, don't leave it on the pages of the Bible. Take it and put it in your life. And it really began ministering to me. Mm? It reads, Exodus chapter 34 verse 5. And the Lord descended in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And stood with him there. Stood with Moses. God, remember we said Moses is back on the mountaintop. He's going to get a second set of ten commandments. You remember? Amen? And the Bible said when God saw Moses came up, he descended. Notice the cloud. I want you to see the word the cloud. The cloud. The definite article, and this is referring to the glory cloud that came over the tabernacle. Amen. The Bible says uh, 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 it descended uh, the Lord, uppercase L O R D. Descended in the cloud and stood with Moses there and proclaimed. God is going to say a few things about himself. We said last week that this is God's declaration of who he is. We've had verbal commentaries and written commentaries on who men think God is. But this is God telling us who he is. Amen? This is God telling you and I, when you hear the name Lord, these are the things that should come to your mind. Mm-hmm. When you hear the name Lord... These are the things that should come to your mind. Amen. Not El Elyon. Maker of heaven and earth. <laughs> I, I want you to get that in mind. Because the very thing, you, human beings, what we like doing is we like titles. There is no title there with God. Um, God began to minister a few things to me on this right here. I am sharing with you. Uh, I feel my help. Hmm. Uh, You get no title God use here. God is relatable. He wants to relate with human beings. Titles get in the way. Man, God is such a good God. Anybody here love the Lord? Yes, yes. Saints, don't let people put distance between you and God. God wants to draw nigh to us. Because iron sharpens iron when get god when god gets close to us we get like god that's what praising god does you can never be a praiser let me not get ahead of myself let me not get ahead of myself it says here and the lord stood and proclaimed the name of the lord oh god we give you who proclaimed the name of the lord the lord himself did amen the lord himself did He proclaimed his name and he's going to tell us what to think of, what should come to your mind when you hear the name Lord. I think I entitled this sermon, The Lord Defined by God. Mm -hmm. This is God's description of what the word Lord means. Mm -hmm. The word Lord means. What's recorded for us in verse 6. This is what the Lord means the Lord means merciful so when you hear the name Lord mm -hmm, I'll go back in a while you think of mercy when you hear the name Lord you think of graciousness when you hear the name Lord you think of long-suffering don't you think of Jehovah Nishi Jehovah Jireh no no this is what he's telling you to think about When you hear the name Lord, think of long suffering. When you hear the name Lord, think abundant in goodness and truth. Not Jehovah (laughs) Makadesh. God is such a darling. Such a darling. And if you are pure in heart, if you ask him, if you ask him, in Psalms 119 verse 18, if you say, Father, open thou my eyes, that I, be, that I may behold wondrous things from your law. If you pray Jeremiah 33, 3, and you said, he said, call unto me, and I will answer you and show you. If you ask him, show me, open my eyes, so I can see like you see, I can hear like you hear. Or oh, he will open your eyes. So the Lord began ministering to me some things. Mm. Oh God, I give you praise, Hallelujah. Mm. He said, "That's what we got to do. We got when you hear the name Lord, these are the things that you got to think about. That's what should come to your mind, brothers and sisters. And you get these are the things that should come to your mind." we 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 talked about God's goodness to Manasseh. You remember King Manasseh, the most wicked king in Jerusalem. Amen, who desecrated the house of God in a way no other king did. And God forgave Manasseh. Mm, he took his kids and and passed them and sacrificed them to the devil and God forgave the man is a I said and I, some people said to me pastor you were you, you were tough when you said he's a bona fide murderer yes he is I was being polite when I used that word but yes he is yes he is read his record yet yeah, the man is a bad man was possessed by the devil and God restored him God is I'm try, I'm just trying to tell you that God is a good God since. He's a, he's a good God. He's a good, good father. Hallelujah. He's a good, good father. So when you see me lose my dignity in praising him, don't you blame me. It's because I have a revelation of who he is. Mm, glory be to God. Of his goodness and his mercies and abundant in truth. Oh, thank you, Jesus hallelujah and, and you know these old testament stories like what said about king manasseh and what he said about moses on the temple uh, on, on the mount and god looking at what they did and still saying i'm merciful all these according to first corinthians chapter 10 verse 6 and 11 tells us all these were written listen since they were written for our admonition And for our, and for our example, we need to look at these stories and come to a a conclusion that if God did it for them, He can do it for us. Because God doesn't change. He's the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. I'm asking you to lose your old concept of God. The old concept of God. You know, it's difficult when a a, a certain concept slips into your subconscious, into your subconscious memory. Oh, the conscious memory is okay. But when it slips into your subconscious memory, that's when you behave automatically. How many of you, you've moved from one house to the other? And you leave work and you drive straight to the old house. Has it ever happened to you? It has happened happened to me. Move from one house to the other. And I pull up and said, I I no longer live here. Why? (laughs) Why? through repetition i was programmed and the very same thing happened to us happens to us about god through repetition of certain teaching over the years i had some people said to me i cannot see god the way you're telling me because because for for years he's been he's been taught that god is an angry god he's been taught that don't you mess with god he's been taught that god will put something on you amen and not give you something Are you getting what i'm saying And so I'm asking you to lose your concept of who God is. It is incorrect. Oh, glory be to Jesus. So these were written for our example and to admonish us. It is so we can conclude that if God did it for them, then he can do it for us. We don't have to learn everything by hard knocks. Since we don't have to go through the school of hard knocks to learn things about God. Amen. We can learn at the expense of the Old Testament saints that God is a good God. He's a good God. You have an exhibit for me? You can, I have an exhibit I want to share with you. What I did, I took these, everything that is said about God, and I placed it here so we won't move back and forth. We'll stay right here. These, when we see or hear God's name, the Lord, we can know that, first of all, God is the Lord. That's what he said. Verse 5 says, he descended and he said, I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. I am whom? The Lord. the Lord. So as I said, this is God's description of what the word Lord means. Put another way, this is Jehovah's definition of what Yahweh means. Let me say it again. This is Jehovah's definition of what Yahweh means. Are you getting me, sense? Don't you? Amen. Don't you, don't you miss what I'm saying? Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I was looking through these. I was looking through all of these right here. Just looking at the attributes listed there. And in my spirit, I kept saying to myself, he introduced himself in a way that's relatable. I just said it, right? In a way that, how many of you can relate with that? You can relate with that, right? That God is merciful, God is long-suffering, and he's abundant in goodness. I mean, these are things you can relate how many of you can relate with Alpha and Omega? <laughs> can, can, you, can, can you wrap your mind around the beginning and the end? Can you wrap your mind around Jehovah Rohai? Can you wrap your mind around Jehovah Sidkinu? No, but you can wrap your mind around M- merciful. <laughs> you can wrap your mind around long-suffering. How many of you think? How many of you are you? You you need some more long suffering. You need to. You sometimes. In other words, you need to be a little more patient with people. You know, last night, last night I was I, I was going through this, and the Lord said to me, He said, Emmanuel, do you realize if you embrace these attributes, you will live a long, normal, rich Christian life. Just, just, and then I said, this is what I said. (laughs) When the Holy Spirit, it was about, honestly, it was, I looked at the time. It was 1230 AM when the Lord said to me, because I'm walking around the house, meditating on the scriptures and the Lord said to me, do you realize if you, if you become merciful and gracious and long suffering, if you strive after these, you will live a long, rich, full married life. Nobody wants to be with anybody who's nasty. And I'm using that word, in, I'm using that word especially. I mean, let me say that again. I'm using that word especially. I can use the word obnoxious. But we are past COVID. Amen. Almost 900,000 lives have, have been claimed. To, we, we have to stop playing games. Do, do you know what I find in Christendom? The people who are the most spiritual are those who are the most nastiest. Well, let me say that again. Let me say that in English. Let me say that. Let me say that. Well, Maybe not here, but I grew up in church with people who I thought were spiritual. Uh huh. They behave spiritual, but they were so obnoxious. Second Corinthians two fourteen says there should be a savor of his knowledge coming from us to the unsaved. You see, you see, post COVID, we are still joking and playing. There is another thing coming on the horizon and you and I better get it together. Amen? We better get it together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Get our hearts right. And stop playing games. You know what breaks my heart? I, go, I, 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 I listen to a lot of teaching on Facebook. I listen to a lot of different and I think that the platform is a beautiful platform. It's a, it gives everybody a voice. But you and I have to be like the Bereans. The Bereans, in Acts chapter 17, the Bible said the Bereans listened to Paul. And when they listened to Paul, they went home to search the scriptures to see whether what Paul said was the truth. While you listen to everybody, take what they say, take it to the Bible, and if it doesn't correlate with scripture, you dump it. Wonderful platform, but dangerous. (laughs) and i'm i'm sharing with you post covid i am look i am i'm going to be direct nice but direct in teaching god's word in telling the truth not obnoxious but direct are you with me saints we're past uh, almost it's approaching a million people died and it tested our resolve in god Mm? anyhow anyhow yeah let's let's move let's move can we move on can we move on so uh, let's look at the first let's look at the first phrase of how god god describes himself he said i am god the lord he what he said what the lord notice it's repeated the lord the lord repeated twice in hebrew when a phrase is repeated it means that this is the truth we said for real for real this is who i am for real and remember in ancient history, the name of a person stood for all that a person is and does. So when God said he's is the Lord, he is the Lord. All that God is and all that God does, his character, his nature, his person are wrapped up in God's name, the Lord. Are you with me saints? The Lord. Mm-hmm. Also notice that the Lord, it says the Lord, not a Lord. <laughs> it says whom? the lord not a lord you know back in the 1700s and 1800s people men of honor were called lord small d like lord stanley lord jockabed whoever he is you know what i'm talking about and ladies women of honor they were called dame instead of madam, they were called dame the men were called lord men of honor back in the, in the 16th 17th 18th century and women were called dame When you see the word Lord here, we're not talking about Lord Stanley here. Are you getting what I'm saying? When God said, I am the Lord, uppercase right here, he's saying, I'm the one who neither sleeps nor slumber. Mm -hmm. You see, men like Lord Stanley, they get tired and they sleep. Men like Lord Stanley sweat. Are you with me, saints? He's, I'm talking about the Lord, the one who told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 32 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That is the Lord I'm talking about here. Not Lord Stanley, but the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. El Elion, possessor of heaven and earth. This is the one who he says, I am whom? The Lord. The Lord, the word Lord here, King James grants grants us a courtesy. He always italicized and, and placed the word Lord in uppercase so we can know that he's referring to a particular name. And when you see the word Lord, uppercase and italicized, it means the name Yahweh. Yahweh, King James is telling us, this is yahweh god's covenant keeping name this is yahweh god's entire reputation is thick on that name Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why he used the name yahweh right here it is used 6823 times in the old testament yahweh is god's redemptive and covenant keeping name in deuteronomy god uh, it is said that the name means glorious and awesome Whenever you, whenever God makes a promise, He uses the name Yahweh. This is the word Lord here to indicate that He's going to come through for you. Because not only is Yahweh God's covenant keeping name, but Yahweh also means, listen to what Yahweh means. Yahweh means Lord of (laughs) hosts. Lord of hosts. Host simply means army. I am the Lord of armies. I have armies at my disposal. Mm -hmm. I have armies, all the armies and all the resources to accomplish anything according to my will. He has armies of angels, armies of celestial bodies, armies of different types of animals. This is the Lord I'm talking about. In Psalms chapter 50, saints, God told Israel, verse 10, Psalms 50, he said to them, For every beast in the forest is mine. (laughs) The Lord says that. He said, every beast in the forest, you think about every animal in the forest. He said, it is mine. Verse 11 says, I know all the fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. God said, I know every bird's name. <laughs> Ooh, that is why he is the, the Lord. I know every animal's name. Not one sparrow falls to the ground and I am not aware of it. You since you think about that that's inconceivable to the human mind. And he's here telling us when you hear my name Lord what you need to remember is mercy. <laughs> not El Elyon. Isn't that a blessing? So he said remember that I am merciful and gracious merciful here means this is what merciful means it means full of compassion Yes. Yeah, so when you hear lord what should come to our mind merciful merciful means full of compassion when you hear the word lord what should come to your mind first full of compassion <laughs> that is why god you that is why this is the first attribute listed He could have put graciousness. He could have put long suffering. No. He said when you hear my name. You should remember that I am full of compassion. Oh glory be to Jesus. (laughs) Full of compassion. I feel you inside. I feel you in my heart. That's what he said. I feel for you. That's what the word compassion means. I feel for you in my heart. Mm-hmm. Full of compassion. One commentator said the word means tenderly pitiful. Tenderly pitiful. God said I'm tenderly pitiful. Let us look at a demonstration of what that means. Can you go to Psalms 78? Let us see what God means when he says that I am full of compassion. And I am tenderly pitiful. Psalm 78 verse 38 to 39. Psalm 78 verse 38 to 39. Let us, this text here gives a an idea as to what full of compassion looks like this is what god said about the israelites he said but he being full of compassion here's the word merciful full of compassion forgave their what that's what compassionate people do they do what they forgive they're quick to forgive amen and did not destroy them yes many a times he turned away his anger and did not stir up all his wrath because he's full of compassion, guess what for he remembered that they were but flesh a a, a wind that passeth away and cometh not again the compassion of God we see here is in action many times the Bible said God did not stir up his entire wrath they got on his nerve every day they tested him every day Amen. They were quick at the mouth. They were ungrateful. Mm, Ungrateful. Quick at the mouth. And the Bible said God did not stir up his anger. They got on his case once or twice. Are you with me? But for the majority of the time the Bible says he forgave their iniquity. Over and over and over again. And that is why I think God asked me. bro. He said do not leave these on the pages of the Bible. Like me you need to be full of compassion. full of compassion that is what it means to be spiritual not running around not running around speaking in shaka. to be spiritual is to submit to god's word that's what spiritual means just submit to god's word Amen. If you are spiritual elder and I come, you you call me and you tell me uh, such and such and such. I open the Bible and I say, "This is your answer." If you are spiritual, you you would say, "This is spirit." I submit. Don't turn against me and get mad with me because I tell you the truth. Spiritual, you are spiritual. Take it because it's not my word; it's God's word. That is being spiritual. You got to stop playing those games. That is being spiritual. Not looking to cause trouble and harass people unnecessarily. Just get along. Be full of compassion. Realize nobody's perfect, no church is perfect. Let me move along here. Let me move along here. So the name of God, the Lord, means full of compassion. The very nature of God reaches out in mercy and compassion. The very name of God tells us that he's what? Full of compassion. Jonah knew of God's compassion. Jonah told God, you remember when God told Jonah, I need you to go to Nineveh. The Ninevites were descendants of the Assyrians. The Assyrians they were brutal to the Israelites. They destroyed them. For that matter, the ten northern tribes were taken by the Assyrians, and they scattered Israel throughout the world. Ah, son, Jonah knew that, and God told him, "I need you to go down and minister to them." Jonah said, "No way, no way. These folks were wicked to my." Jonah said, "I know history. I know history." God, are you with me? And God told Jonah, history is my story. (laughs) God said, that's my story, history. I need you to go down to Nineveh. Because God has a heart for everybody. He's full of compassion to everybody. Not only to family members and friends. Mm, Are you with me? You 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 know what I you know what I suspect when we go to heaven many of us will be shocked Yeah Yeah many of us will be shocked because it is sad Well let me move on here Many of us will just be shocked Amen So so Jonah Jonah knew and God told him go down to Nineveh Jonah decided not to go down to Nineveh so he went to Miami and he took the carnival on his way to the Bahamas He said, it's nicer down there. Let these Ninevites die and go to hell. That's what he said. And after Jonah went to preach, and the city of Nineveh got saved, Jonah was mad. He told God, I know you would get them saved, because you are merciful. Let's read it. A preacher. Listen to what Jonah said. You you need to read... (laughs) Uh, Jonah chapter 4 let's read what you would think that this man would say man I'm going to get my reward in heaven an entire city got saved you would think he would be happy hear what Jonah said in Jonah chapter 4 verse 1 and I read but it displeased Jonah exceedingly and he was very angry and he prayed unto the Lord and said I pray Thee, o Lord was not this my saying when I was yet in my country, therefore I fled before unto Tashis. He said that this is what I said. I said you would get them saved <laughs> when you came to me and tell me, go preach in my country that's why I didn't want to go. that's why I went to Tashis because he said he said to God, "I knew that thou art a what? Gracious, Gracious God and what? Gracious. Merciful and what? No. And what? Gracious. And what? <laughs> how many of you just you just love the lord he, he loves everybody he loves everybody do you know what do you know what really settled me down in my christian life there is a story in the bible another story but jesus gave a parable and he said oh god can you help me he was the, the problem is about workers he called one in the early morning and he sent him to work Mhm. he sent him to work and then he met one at noon sent him to work then he met another at five and he sent him to work work ends at six they all came for a for, came for their payment and what did he do he gave all of them the same pay And I said, what? I read further and the Lord said, it is my giving to do as I please. Yeah, Matthew 20. He said, that's what he said. He said, I, it is me. I hire and I pay as I please. And when I saw that, I said, oh my God, he's really merciful. The thief on the cross. The thief on the cross lived all his life, Mr. Grover, all his life, a sinner. Both of them, if you notice, both of them on the cross began to criticize Jesus. Listen, listen now, read the account properly. They both were criticizing Jesus. One stopped. But at the start, they both, read both accounts. One account said that they both were criticizing. The other account say one was. So you know, they both were One stopped and said, Lord, remember me. He was just criticizing Jesus on the cross. Telling Jesus, you save others. Can you save us and save yourself? And then his conscience got touched. And stopped criticizing Jesus. And God said to him today. (laughs) Today, you'll be with me in paradise. Because I am merciful and gracious, long-suffering, ready to forgive sin. Ah, God, I give you praise. Are you seeing the goodness of God? How merciful he is. Ah, God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let me just tell you this right here. We need to pray for, we need to pray that everybody got saved. Because I did some study and I found out that, um, Nineveh was in modern day Iraq. Opposite to the town of Mosul. I was studying it last night and it was a great city, second in size only to Babylon. A great city, a huge city. And, um, uh, um, it was 550 miles from the Tigris River, the Tigris River in Genesis. The, the four, the Euphrates, the tiger. You remember the four rivers? It was 550 miles northeast of Samaria, and it had, it would take Jonah 15 to 20 miles a day to walk to where this city was. This is in Iraq. God loves Iraqis. <laughs> Even if they are fighting Israel, He still loves those who are in Iraq. The entire human race came from three men. The entire human race came from whom? Three men, the three sons of Noah. Since we are all brothers and sisters, and so God is interested in all of us. I pray for I pray for Chinese, the Prime Minister. I pray for all of them. What's his name? The leader of China, the short guy from Korea. I pray for all of them. <laughs> Praying for his salvation. Somebody better pray because he doesn't look like he's in his right mind. Somebody better pray. To get him in the right mind. God loves the man. God wants him in heaven. Uh, Glory be to God. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let, let me touch on the, on the next word quickly. Gracious. I just realized. God have mercy. Gracious. To, the word gracious. Not only is he merciful. But he's also gracious. So when you hear the word Lord. Not only should you think that he's merciful. But he's also gracious. 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 The word gracious. The word gracious means to show favor. But listen to what it, it came from a Hebrew word that means. It came from. From a Hebrew word that means to bend or stoop over in kindness to an inferior. It came from a Hebrew word. The root word is to to what? Bend over or stoop in kindness to an inferior. Have you ever seen a child run to their parent? And the parent goes on their knees. Stoop and bend to accommodate that child. That's graciousness. That's what God did to us who are inferior. Mm? The Bible tells that in Luke 11:13, that in comparison to God, we are evil. If you who are evil know how to give good gifts, that's evil in comparison to God. So He is gracious. Now I took some time to look up the etymology of this word. Now when I say etymology, I mean the study and history of the word as it changed over centuries. The word gracious. You see, I, I like to go back and study these words. It takes a lot of time, you know. But when I, when I come, when I come up after studying, I feel so full. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm in in the office and I, I study three, four, five words and the phrase I just come in the sanctuary, I came here and I say, Glory be to God. You feel so full so thankful oh glory be to jesus so so listen so i took some time to look at the etymology of the word and listen to what gracious gracious is an adjective and listen it was used a lot from the 12th 12, 12 to the 1600s in the 1300 it meant filled with god's grace it's from an old french word gracios listen to what gracios means gracios it means to be courteous it means to be pleasing. To be kind, to be friendly. Latin for Latin is grati gratiosos. Grat that, that's Latin. E- excuse my pronunciation. Amen. But in Latin, it means listen to what gracious gracious means. Enjoying favor. Agreeable. Obliging. And acceptable. That's what graciousness means. It means in the the 14th century, it means to be benevolent. And the noun graciousness means attractiveness, agreeable quality. Think about that. And that was when the Lord said to me, Embrace these qualities. If you are full of compassion and gracious, you will live a long, sweet, married life. The, The Lord told me so. When the Lord said that to me, Jim, when the Lord said that to me, I said, is that for me or is that for the church? <laughs> Here am my thinking, I had arrived. Uh, <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is for me and the church. Are you what I'm saying? It is for all of us together. So I am passing it on to you today bro i am look i'm if you my brothers and sisters if you embrace these qualities you will live a long sweet married life if you are full of compassion and if you are gracious if you are full of compassion and gracious you can live with anybody anyhow if you are full of compassion and gracious you can live with anybody you will be the best co-worker there can be are you getting me you might even get the devil saved yeah. <laughs> yeah. look that the devil will say i can't do anything if that one that one is just full of compassion he have bowels of mercy he wants to bless everybody oh glory be to jesus <laughs> Jesse. He wants to bless me. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying saints? Full of compassion. And gracious. Oh God we thank you. We give you praise. Full of compassion and what? Gracious. We need to be a church. Who's what? Full of compassion. And Gracious. Gracious. Can somebody say gracious, gracious. courteous, gracious. pleasing, Please. kind, ah. friendly. friendly? Ephesians four thirty two says, "Be kind, one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another." Even as God, for Christ's sake, has done what? Forgiven? Has God forgiven anybody in the house today? Oh. Anybody online watching us, has, has God forgiven you? Well, God is asking you to forgive others, even us. God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. Amen? Now, I know sometimes we can do one another wrong. Amen? And sometimes you got to back up and get yourself together before you move forward. How many of you know what, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Some people can hurt you so bad. Mm, especially people that you care about and love. People you take in and you think that they were going to look out for you. They turn around and stab you in the back. And you got a command from God to forgive them. Now that's where you need some power. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got to back up and say, God, what happened to me? Because the way I feel, a Christian shouldn't feel that way. Let me examine myself. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I got a mandate to be great. I got to forgive you. I got a mandate to be great. So I got to forgive. (laughs) <laughs> Woo! great people know how to forgive oh glory be to jesus hallelujah thank you lord hallelujah can you go to first peter chapter 3 verse 8 that's the verse the lord brought to my attention last evening when he asked me that question hallelujah hallelujah yeah he said finally be you all of what? One mind. Let me say that. Be you all of what? We all here are supposed to be of one mind. Now I know many of us want only our mind. Especially me. Me, I just want my mind. But no, the Bible says we got to be of one mind. And that's the mind of Christ. We all have to be about the mind of Jesus Christ. One mind. Having what? Having, having what? Compassion. Having what? Compassion. Bowels of mercy. Where you feel for people. Where you cannot just pass people straight. Ah God I give you praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't just just pass people straight. If there is a God in you who is full of compassion. You will stop. Hmm. Hmm. Life takes on a different meaning. Life becomes more colorful. Mm-hmm. So full of compassion, one for another. Love as brethren. Here's the, be what pitiful. Be what. it's right there in the Bible sense. This is not a suggestion. It's command. It's a command from the commander in chief. You want to pray well. These are the things I pray. These are the scriptures to pray. Stop praying for one power to do miracles and signs and wonders. <laughs> no, no, When you pray that, you'll get power for signs and wonders and miracles. Before, before, every every miracle, the Bible says Jesus was full of compassion. Before every miracle, he was moved. By compassion. Oh, pray for compassion. Stop praying for power. Lay hands on what's sick. No power will flow from you automatically. You'll walk down and power will radiate from you. These are the things we should pray about. God help me. To be of one mind with the brothers and sisters. I cannot do it by myself. For that matter, I don't like that person, this person, that person. That's me. But can you help me, Lord Jesus? I'm telling you, prayers, I've prayed long time. <laughs> 20, 25 years ago, these are the prayers I praise, Elder. I, I was so honest with God. I need help to be able to love this one right here. And it's amazing how God empowers you to do that. As you put God's word in your heart. As you put his word, the seed of God's word in your heart. As you look for seeds in the Bible that talks about love and your ability to love. Mm -hmm. Love is a seed. You put it in your heart. It'll explode in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Anybody thank God for his graciousness? His graciousness. Can you say thank God for his graciousness? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. 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 (laughs) Oh, man, I feel the presence of the Lord. You know, there was a scripture in in Proverbs 31.30. I'm going to end with it. Proverbs 31.30. It says, the favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Can I modify it for our purposes here? You mind if I modify it? Here is my modification, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman or a man who's full of compassion, gracious, will never grow old by themselves. Let let me repeat my modification one more time. And can you go back to first Peter 3, the one I had so I could add some more. Thank you Lord. First Peter 3.8, here is my modification are you ready i didn't say scripture that's my modification of scripture it says favor is deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman or a man who's full of compassion who has love for the brethren who's pitiful who's courteous who's gracious who's able to love one another will never grow alone old (laughs) hallelujah someone who does not render evil for evil someone who does not render railing for railing hallelujah they shall never grow old alone i am sharing this with you i know what i'm talking about let me tell you why i know that elder i have met i have met i have i have i have had the opportunity to sit with a lot of individuals and some people said to me pastor i'm not interested in beautiful people I'm not interested in handsome people. Just somebody who's nice. God. Somebody who's full of compassion. Somebody who's not. Someone, someone said to me, just a man who's not a brawler. He doesn't have to be educated. Just a nice dude. Just a nice dude who loves the Lord he doesn't have to be rich but he has to love the lord she doesn't have to be rich but she has to love the lord every day day upon day i meet people who say that and i'm beginning to realize the importance of being full of compassion being gracious hmm and you get what i'm saying saints? important we need that in the church and if you are, you know, like they say, um uh, if you are looking today and you're having challenges, being full of compassion and gracious and not loving the brethren as should, you really need to talk to God. You're keeping yourself back. Mm? What we say here, leave people alone. We bless and release and we'll see you in heaven. Isn't that one? We bless and release. We'll see you in heaven. Let's all enjoy the Lord. Is that all right? Come on somebody give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Like father, like son. If he's my father, I got to show some of his attributes. I got to be full of compassion. I got to be gracious. Mm? I got to have one mind with the brethren and not causing havoc and trouble. Mm? Just get along. Just get along. Can you say just get along? Just get along. That's all. Nobody's asking you to commit a crime. No, nobody's asking you to do that. Let me share this with you. I have sat with people. And I was like that. And hear me carefully. I don't hear this right here. I have sat with mature individuals who were criticized so much in their youth. Now they are riddled with insecurity. Burdened with insecurity. Now they, have, now they have to put somebody down so they can go up. Because they were kept down all their lives. If that's you, you need to recognize that. Over and over. When I was growing up, we were very poor, and they reminded me I was poor. They reminded me. The people I grew up with reminded me, and so that slipped that slept into my shop in my subconscious mind, and I had difficulty receiving gifts from people. Difficulty, they would tell me, Don't who, who you think you are, don't forget where you came from. Yes, an elder had to work and work and claw my way out, but I'm out now, and I'm not going back. I'm not going back. It doesn't matter how much they try. I know who I am in Christ now. You see, I didn't know back then. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for your word.
0: Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new?